Okay. Here we are. Here we are. Episode 18. So. <laughs> so this is... Brown Burn Down. Brown Burn Down. The Brown Burn Down. The Brown Burn Episode 18. Um, we are so excited this week to resume our Celebs Have Thoughts segment. And this week we are going to be talking to uh, Trisha Sakujawalia. Many of you of our listeners we know are big fans of Brown Girl Magazine, which is this awesome uh, platform for issues that pertain to kind of our community, specifically ranging from Bollywood and pop culture to more cultural issues and sort of how challenging it can be to be uh, a South Asian woman in particular, man as well, growing up in, um, in America or in the Western world. Great. Yeah, we're so excited to have the um, digital content creator of this magazine come on our podcast today. So stay tuned because we have our interview with her. But before we get to that, we have so many things that have happened this week. Oh my gosh. I think the main topic for this episode is going to actually be a few topics, yeah. right, Tars? Um, so should we get started? Let's do it. Lies we told. Yeah, lies we told. So we actually did have a lie that we told last week, as was caught by my sister, our, our resident <laughs> fact checker. Um, so Kevin G's, I think we implied that there had never been a principal part who was uh, of South Asian descent on Broadway, and we were right. That's true. That's accurate. Um, Kevin G in Mean Girls is actually not a principal part, but we did say... We did hint at, like, even Kevin G was not of South Asian descent, but he is, or at least the original uh, actor who played him on Broadway in Mean Girls Broadway is of South Asian descent. And weirdly enough, my mom, like, knows him. How? Knows who is he? Parents, What's his name? Knows his parents. Cheech Manhor. Yeah. Cheech Manohor. Man- Man- Cheech Manohor. Yeah. Cheech Manohor. So, Cheech, good job. Wait, that's crazy. The brown community is literally the smallest thing in the world. It's very small, yes. Very, very, very small. Um, but Cheech is out He's there. He's probably listening. Yeah. He's probably listening. Sad. Cheech doesn't have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> get Cheech a wiki. Let's make that, let's make that turn get out. Cheech a wiki. I'll make it for him. All Sad. right. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. Any other lies, hit us up at uh, thebrownburndown at gmail.com. Otherwise, we're going to assume we were truthful. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to thoughts from our friends. Okay, (laughs) I was just living my life as I normally do. And one of my friends, we'll call him Jojo, he used hashtag NikantYankaWatch2020 like in a regular conversation. So Wow. Props to him. He also was the one who broke the news to me that uh, Sophie Turner is prego, which we will discuss in in a hot. Oh my second. god! Yes, but, and you yeah. broke the news to me. Thank you for that. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. That's the that was the chain of the news. That was so the chain. way to go, JoJo. Um, keep using our hashtags in your daily in the conversations. Wild. Yes, exactly. We appreciate it. The next thought from our friend is from listener K. 
longtime listener, longtime pal. And she had a really good comment. I think maybe a few episodes ago we were talking about um, how there are very few Indian sex symbols in Western culture, Mm -hmm. which I stand by. But I think what we meant was primarily male. Like we, like when... um, Kumail. When Kumail had his uh, transformation, which he is still, like, it's kind of cute how into it he is. <laughs> He's so he into got his dad's it. socks. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Where, like, the one is, like, this is, like, that one picture, and the other one is the picture with, like, I'm his father on mm-hmm. it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's still very into his body. Um, But anyway, happy for him. But other than that, we were trying to think of male uh, celebrities, brown celebrities who are sex symbols. But, I mean, part of it is there aren't really any other male brown celebrities that much. They're mostly comedians. They're mostly comedians. Is Riz Ahmed a sex symbol? I don't know. That feels like a stretch. It feels like a stretch. I watched this Kristen Bell interview where she was like, he's my what's the word for it? like hall pass or whatever like oh really yeah <laughs> that's seems untrue but okay yeah whatever um but we failed to mention that priyanka is a sex symbol oh tr- yeah like that's that's that was listener kate's point and that's that's definitely fact she's like on yeah. those lists which are really creepy actually those lists are really creepy can we talk about that of like sex symbols yeah like maxim like sex symbol yeah, whatever yeah. like do you think they opt into that or it's just like dudes voting on women's bodies in a room ew. both ew <laughs> either yeah. way it's just bad um, anyway but she definitely is a sex symbol sorry priyanka yeah we left you out we left you out about you all the time so, <laughs> just as we are about to do in maybe two minutes <laughs> Um, but yeah, thanks to listener K for calling us out on that slash correcting us. Which why is why were we, we just threw assuming that they were men. Yeah, exactly. That's also true. Yeah, why were we just assuming they were men? Because like, even if you look at Bollywood, like look at like the poster for any movie from like the two thousands in Bollywood. Yeah. it's like a woman in a really skimpy outfit mm-hmm. and like probably like stilettos or like stiletto boots. What are no, they yeah, called? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Katrina Cave only dances in stiletto boots. Exclusively. Exclusively. And a dude in fully clothed. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, two dudes, more likely, like, straddling yeah, her. Yeah, Like, that one Priyanka Chopra movie. What was it called? The one where they, like, have to pretend to be a gay couple to oh, rent an apartment. Oh, my God, was she Dostana, the Dostana. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah, she's in, like, lingerie in the cover of Yeah, that. and, I mean, the whole movie is about objectifying her because they both want to get with her. Ugh. Ew. God, Bollywood, come on. Bollywood, yeah, needs to do better. But, like, we discussed that new Deepika movies. I think it's out, right? Yeah. Yeah, we should watch it. Okay, so this is our biggest thought from our friend and lingering thought and all of the above. And yeah. really... Kudos to Mandy, listener Mandy, for yeah. um, drawing her attention to this yeah. and staying on it. Okay, let's start from the beginning. So, Jamila. Jamila. Jamila Jamil. Her star has risen pretty dramatically since The Good Place. I think she's, like, basically the only breakout star of The Good Place because Kristen Bell was already pretty like, big. Pretty fam- and Ted Danson was also pretty big. She has think- over, like, 2.5 million followers on Instagram now. Oh, Wow. Part of it is, I think, because she is very vocal about a lot of things and is very controversial, which makes her kind of fun to follow. 
Mm-hmm. Um, whereas everyone else, I feel like, kept a low profile. I don't know. She's dating James Blake. I don't know if that plays into it. He's kind of like someone I forgot existed until recently. Yeah, what has he... Has he been singing new stuff recently? I think he was nominated for a Grammy. I saw that on oh. her Instagram. Oh, you're so right. Okay, so yes, he is. Sorry, I James don't know Blake. For what? They've, they've been dating <laughs> since 2015. What was his big thing again? His big song? Yeah. Uh... Let's see. Like, why do we know who he is, other than that he's dating her? Let's see. He has that one really, like, big song. What is the... What is it? Which one is it? I don't know. No. These None of these are actually that big. Is it Limit to Your Love? Limit to Your Love? Which one is it, <laughs> Maybe we don't actually know who he is and we're confusing him with another white guy. All right, let's listen to Retrograde. What does it sound like? How do we know who he is? I don't know. Okay, I've never heard that before in my life. Have we heard Limit to Your Love? That seems like something we might have heard. Here, I'll play it, I'll play it. It's nine years old. There's a limit to your love. I've never heard this. <laughs> he sounds like he's so from the 60s. He's a nice voice, I guess. Does he? Wow. Who am I I'm, thinking of? Maybe James Blunt is James, who I'm thinking about. Who's James Blunt? You're Here's beautiful. James. Oh. That's definitely who I'm thinking of. I think I was thinking of James Arthur. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Wow. That just goes to show how many musicians with the first name James there are. (laughs) All right. So we don't know who James Blake is. And we definitely don't know Jamila through James Blake because we didn't know who he was. So good to know. Bianca, I know you listen to him. I don't know if you listen to this anymore, but if you do, can you tell us who he is? Yeah. Okay. Um, Anyway, that was not the point of any of this, basically. (laughs) Uh, Jamila has made it big after The Good Place, and her biggest thing has been around dieting, which we've talked about a lot, and how, like, a lot of celebrities promote these really unhealthy Mm -hmm. fad diets that Mm -hmm. are basically just, like, laxatives that are really dangerous and you should not be taking them. She's gone to extreme extents to prove a point also, and basically would call out celebrities, like, hey, Kim Kardashian, this is toxic, and I think we've talked about her on this episode, like, praising her for doing that, because that takes guts, right? It was cool. Then we talked about how she, like, had that whole Ellen, George Bush thing where she was like, oh, I don't know who George Bush is. And listener Anj was like, okay, I was, like, seven and I knew who George Bush was. Like, that's She definitely did. So she tells some white lies every now and then. She's, like, she's, she exaggerates certain things to make herself look better. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. Or she'll, yeah, she'll tell white lies after people call her out for. Yes saying something that's wrong instead of just owning up to it she'll be like oh this is why I said that exactly or then she even went to the extreme of like I am an actor and like a writer like I'm not the expert on every event in the universe like that is not in my job description (laughs) which I think we talked about also 
So we have mixed feelings about her, basically. Some awesome things, some less awesome. But I think we can say she's, like, a woke warrior. Like, she's, like, very much, like, a champion for the, like, the yeah. people's causes. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, recently, uh, news came out that she was going to be the MC for this ballroom competition, this voguing competition. Mm-hmm. And I am not super familiar well, yeah, from what I can tell, voguing and ballroom has, like, a very strong um, connotation with the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And people were really mad that she, blah, blah, on Tuesday, she was, this is from The Guardian. Wow, The Guardian reports on this kind of stuff. Um, on Tuesday, she was announced as the host of a new contest, Legendary, based around the predominantly black and Latinx subculture of drag balls in the LGBT community. The HBO show focuses specifically on voguing, the dance style popularized by the Madonna song Vogue and the cult documentary Paris' Burning. People were very, very mad that she was the one who's going to be basically representing this community because she's like, you know, woke warrior, but she, as far as everyone knows, knew at that point was not a member of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, and as Which was the, maybe an assumption that everybody made, but right. okay, continue, continue. She was not like an active member. She was like that wasn't one of the causes she was championing no, in her right. like woke exactly. trajectory. So as Who Weekly pointed out, first of all, there was a misinformation issue. So she's not the MC. She is on the judging panel. Yeah, she's a um, judge. And yeah, she's a judge. And Megan the Stallion is also a judge. Also like a straight woman. Yeah, I think. And so like. If you're going to be mad at her, you probably should be mad at Megan, too. But then it turns out that Jamila is actually the executive producer of this program. So, like, she's getting right. a lot of money from it. She's benefiting from it. She's kind of, like, somewhat in charge. Um, so, originally, she just was sort of like, hey, guys, like, I have a really strong platform. I have a lot of followers. Like, maybe I deserve it. Maybe I don't. But I would love to bring awareness to this community and these issues. And so, like... I'm going to use my platform to do that. I'm not emceeing this. I'm just one of a judge, one of the judges. Like, Megan is also a judge. Like, calm down, basically. Yeah. And then people were still mad. So then she released this, like, Twitter notes app. And the title is, Twitter is brutal. And the first sentence is, this is why I never officially came out as queer. Um, and then she says, I added a rainbow to my name when I felt ready a few years ago, as it's not easy within the South Asian community to be accepted. And I always answered honestly, straight up asked about it on Twitter, but I kept low because I was scared of the pain of being accused of performative bandwagon jumping over something that caused me a lot of confusion, fear, and turmoil when I was a kid. Anyway, so she has this whole long thing where she, like, comes out as queer, basically. And she admits that that doesn't necessarily make her ballroom, but she's like, I feel like I kind of have a right to this community more than, um... More than you guys thought that I did. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like... She's coming out to prove a point, essentially, to those people, is what she's saying, right? So basically, either she just, like, succumbed to the online trolls and was like, fine, like, here, like, I'll just tell you that I'm queer. Or she turned some, like, mild backlash against her into a, like, a coming out story about, for her own benefit. Something about it just doesn't... I don't know. I mean, like, if this is, like, genuine and true and she feels like she was bullied into revealing that she's queer, like, that sucks, and I'm sorry that that happened to her. But it felt like it was, like, an ace in her back pocket that she was, like, waiting to pull out at the right moment for public opinion to improve, you know? It it kind of goes in line with the way she's handled 
everything else that she's gotten flack for, where she takes a situation where she knows she's in the wrong and spins it so that she's once again at the center of attention, but yes. like victimized or like yes. is the uh, the other uh, the receiving end of like a lot of brutal comments and like um this definitely coming out is it's an individual choice it's like everyone's right to come out in the way that they want to but like even the way she phrased it it made it seem like she was victimized into coming out like yeah it was it, which I think is not really fair for yeah, other people true. looking to her as like she could serve as an example to so many people and like give people inspiration on how to come out and I feel like she just kind of like cheapened it a little bit by using it as like a comeback like oh my gosh it's like this is the last card that I had left in my pocket yeah just to like manage a bad PR situation you know totally that's a great point like it 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 also was like she's acting like she this is why Twitter's brutal this is why I never came out like this is like whatever you're forcing me into this but like you didn't have to. Like, it was, yeah. like, a mild story where people were kind of annoyed by you. Like, it would have blown over. You could have just been, like, okay, like, fine. Like, I know I'm queer. Like, moving on. But you turned it into, you forced me to come out. Yeah, like, I had exactly. no other choice. Yeah, like, yeah. you outed me, which is not what happened. That's not exactly what happened. And, again, I feel like you and I, like, we... I don't know. I don't know if we have the right to necessarily speak about how people come out just because yeah. we we are have not had to ever do that before, but it doesn't it's just like on brand with everything else that she's done, which is why I feel like we're yeah. even calling it into question. And yeah. it goes like exactly the same pattern of with um what we we're going to talk about next, which is her physical ailments and that whole saga. Yeah, so she does this. The one other thing about this is, like, I kind of felt like she was, like, the thing about, like, it's not easy within the South Asian community to be accepted is, like, true, but I kind of felt like she was, like, taking a swipe at the South Asian community on her way down, if that makes Like, yeah. it, it was, like, there are, like, especially in media, like, yeah. queer South Asian women. Right, Like, right. yeah, there's not a lot of South Asians, period, but, like, within the spheres that you're in, like, don't pretend that, like, this was, like, a South Asian, I mean, I don't know. No, Maybe it's, I like, agree a family-level thing, but, yeah. like, no, it I felt agree like, it. yeah, she was, like, putting blame on a culture that, like, actually doesn't really have, I mean, I don't know. If it's, like, the culture you're blaming, then you shouldn't, like, people would be annoyed that you were even, like, on a, like, queer ballroom-oriented right. show. Like, that's, exactly. like, the stigma and the culture. Exactly. The fact that you are, like, um, saying that South Asian culture has, like, prevented you from being able to come out, so you're doing it now? I don't know. The whole, it like... another reason to for her to be the victim again, kind exactly. of. It's, like, what it is. Which like, is... I'm a victim of culture, I'm a victim of the internet, I'm a right. victim of everyone. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was very sad if she does really feel that way, but if she's doing that to prove a point and manage a bad PR situation, that's kind of messed up. Um, then again, I'm looking at the comments now and I'm like, on her Twitter, I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, she shouldn't have been forced. I mean, I think it was still a decision, but like if people were bullying her and telling her she didn't belong in the queer community and she is queer, that was probably a really isolating experience. And she oh, probably yeah. was like, no, I, I, I do belong to this. Like, don't take this away from me too. Right. So I don't know. I see both sides. Um, okay, so this kind of opened a can of worms um, regarding Jamila. And um, there's a writer who I think... Maybe sure it's her vulture. She's not a, like a, a staff writer anywhere, but her name is Tracy Egan Morrissey. And she started diving into Jamila's like past claims about things just because Jamila has been a public. She's only been famous for a little bit, but she was a radio DJ for a really long time mm-hmm. and was like a, a host for various things. So I think she like has actually a lot of like there's a paper trail of her giving interviews and talking about herself. Yeah. Um, and she basically just like dives into like everything Jamila has like ever said um, in an interview. Said. Yeah. And uh Jamila either is like okay, she's either the most unlucky person in the whole wide world because she's had like so many health scares. Yeah. Or she tends to exaggerate. So this um, woman on her Instagram has, like, this, like, uh, story, like, featured story about Jamila. And some of the headlines are, Jamila Jamila speaks out about surviving cancer twice. Jamila Jamila, being deaf as a child has given me empathy. Jamila Jamila, on life with celiac disease. Jamila Jamila has faced cancer in her spine, damaged in an accident, but never had it fixed. Jamila Jamila reveals she has Elhurst-Danlos syndrome. Jamila Jamila, I was on a drip. Jamila Jamila... We don't even, I don't even think we can get into all of this, but basically, um, she says she had, uh, a breast cancer scare and later she talks about how she survived cancer twice. Um, she talks about, uh, like getting a concussion and then having seizures, but then like the story changes, like she's run into oncoming traffic like multiple times. Multiple times, and Heg has gotten concussions that way. The one that we should talk about is the Mark Ronson one, the bees. Oh, yeah, the bees. Okay. Um, oh, my God. The funny one is, like, also she has, like, this story where she says she broke her tooth and her uh, got a concussion and her uh, elbow, and there's actually video footage of um, her falling, and it's, like, a mild fall. Like, she just kind of trips and, like, yeah. maybe, like, breaks her nose stubs her nose but like it's like a whole thing anyway sorry okay so the bees thing oh yeah the bees thing oh yeah yeah she said that she like broke her elbow broke her tooth but then like the in the video footage like she's fine my worst moment the good place is jamila jamila and the time she fled a swarm of bees um so the story morphs from her being chased by a single bee when she's 17 to being chased by a swarm of bees during season one of the good place all of a sudden this cloud of black just descends around me like complete darkness and i realize and then she like run, says she runs into traffic because of the bees, right? Yeah, yeah. Which also like that's happened to her multiple times in the series that she saw. Like one time it was one bee, and then <laughs> that time it was multiple bees. Because the thing is that when the swarm of bees happened, Mark Ronson was on set with her, and then they <laughs> asked Mark Ronson about it, and he was like, "Oh, really? Like maybe that happened to her, but like I remember it was like two to three bees, like <laughs> not five hundred. Um, um, okay, so that was a very bad job I did recounting all this stuff. But basically, she's got a lot of inconsistencies. And in it kind of reminds me of Brian Williams a little bit mm. of, like, 
how if you tell a story multiple times, you start to exaggerate it little by little, and then it turns from, like, I was there to, like, I was being shot at by enemy fire, and, like, eventually someone's going to be able to fact check you. So, this is not to say that she's, like, lying about being queer or about, like, anything necessarily, but that she is at least exaggerating a lot of the misfortune that has happened to her in, like, a kind of playing the victim kind of way um and so basically this woman publishes all these things it's like you should watch it there's like 17 million instagram stories of like her um talking about it and uh wow now she's kind of become like a a side like she's like talking about how cancel culture is so problematic and like kids these days are like really blah 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 blah. um which is like that's so (laughs) She needs to she's pick like a side. 180. She's yeah. 180. She's like, like the way she handled the whole diet craze, like that was on brand with cancel culture. Yeah. And then, she like, was canceling celebrities. She was literally canceling celebrities. Yeah. That's such a good point. Um, okay, she actually put this on her Instagram too, so I'll find it here. So she says, uh, some weirdo stalker started a viral conspiracy thread about me having, how do you say this? Munchausen's? Munchausen's so, apparently. Yeah, so Munchausen's is, like, basically, like, factitious. Like, it's, like, when you believe that you have, like, a disease, illness, or, like, Mm. some sort of psychological trauma with the intent of drawing attention to yourself or, like, to get sympathy, to be able to go to the hospital and have someone, like, examine you. Um, Got it. Okay, so this is, like, a real medical thing. Um, And she posts this very long thing about how, like – after a few hours of feeling upset and being targeted in harassment, I sort of realized, okay, some people have sad, empty lives, and doing this gives them some purpose. And I don't have to do stuff like this because I have purpose in I way, which is her, like, New, whatever. Like, body image thing that yeah. she's doing, yeah. And all our beautiful policy change and fights for legislation to protect young people. So now I think all the accusations are hilarious, and I'm starting my own rumors. Write your best rumors about me below. Um, but, so that was kind of an attempt to, like, quell it but she never addressed the b thing um and then she's like now her twitter is all like i'm certain how many altercations i have had with bees is my personal final destination timeline they will take me out in the end i'm certain of it It doesn't help that i run screaming whenever they are near so i'm pretty sure i provoke a reaction and deserve it so she's like she like retweeting yeah retweeting everyone who like like supports her basically yeah exactly and then Um, she also privately dm'd the woman who started all like who aggregated all of these inconsistencies with like a timeline of when all of these things happened to her and she's like don't say i have munchausen's like that car accident that i described those were two separate times 13 years apart and like there's probably some truth to some of that like i'm sure that like things have gotten muddied over the years um but it's very interesting that she's, like, going straight to the source and, like, trying to get them to shut up. Which, obviously, like, this journalist is not doing that. Like, she's doubling yeah. down and, like, then posted all the DMs that she sent her. It's a mess. This get, like, a, a PR person. Seriously. Yeah. So then she just, like, honestly, it's kind of sad. She posts, like, not afraid of you or your dumb internet's conspiracy theories. Keep them coming. You just add to my relevance. I'm going to keep helping people with eating disorders and changing laws and global policies, and there's nothing you can do about it. I've said my bit. I've explained and defended every single accusation in various threads. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to get on with a speech I'm writing for the UN. So have fun arguing about how much time you think I've run away from bees or if you think I had cancer. 
I know. And then she posted this tweet also where she was like, meanwhile, like, while you guys are, like, discussing and debating my legitimacy as a human being, like, Trump is still president, like, women are being sex trafficked, like, their children in cages at the border, like, she, like, recapped all these horrible things that are going on, but, like, keep in mind, like, yes, this is horrible, and, like, genuinely, if all this stuff happened to you and, like, people are coming at you, like, that is so, 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 so sad, but... It's only a big deal because you've made it a big deal. Yes. Like, you are detracting from the other issues right now because you chose to. And then James Blake, Her BS. still don't know who he is, he posted this notes app thing. It's like, it's pretty disgusting to watch the woman I love be dogpiled on every day for such ridiculous things. She hasn't sold dangerous projects to kids. She hasn't abused anyone. She hasn't funded anything dangerous or blah, 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 blah. Basically, I think he's saying, and then he goes, I'm there because of, for her swollen joints, her dislocations, her severe allergic reactions, her constant high fevers. I was there for her concussion, her three months of seizure. Basically, he's saying, like, she's not really doing anything wrong. I've been there for all of her, like, terrible health issues yeah yeah um and you don't know this woman i'm not gonna let a total strangers push my girlfriend over the edge to what stop her from helping kids with eating disorders also they keep talking about this no one wants like no one is saying stop helping kids with eating disorders like that's not what this is about um Yeah, people are being mean on the internet, but, like, also, like, I think what he's saying but not saying is, like, she's not done anything seriously wrong. Like, maybe she's exaggerated a few things, but, like, yeah, she's genuinely had, like, some pretty bad ailments, so, like, lay Lay off. off. But instead of just saying it like that, like, they turn it into this whole, like, self-righteous thing and, like, you guys are bullies and you're in the wrong. So, like, I feel like there's, like, both people are wrong. Like, it sounds like Jamila actually, like, is kind of fragile. Like, yeah. She like, and even if she does have, even if she's had all those ailments, but even further than that, even if she has Munchausen's, like that is a psychiatric condition that like requires care, and like it's not something to mock her for or like make into a public like viral PR thing. You know, like that's not fair or right at all. But it's just the way that like they have spun it to I don't know just like recenter the like the focus of where the lens is so that they're in the middle of it but like in a like victimized like light and where they can like blame the internet for how horrible it is when she's like one of the most active people on twitter to begin with yes she's so active yeah so I don't know I feel like their strategy is is uh not ideal. Questionable. Yeah. And then the most recent thing, so she's, like, talking a lot about, like, um, cancel culture, blah, 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 And, um, trigger warning, uh, around suicide. Um, Caroline Flack, who was the host of Love Island, died on yesterday? Yesterday. And it was really sad. Um, she was embroiled in kind of like a legal battle where uh, allegedly she like abused her partner and there was a legal trial and it was, you know, her public and personal lives were sort of uh, destroyed. It's like, I don't want to comment on whether or not that was true or blah, blah, blah. We don't know. But it's, she she ended up taking her own life. Um, and then Jamila kind of turned it into a thing about her yeah. where she was like, it was only a matter of time before the media and a prolonged, before the media... And a prolonged social media dogpile. Hers lasted for months, pushed someone completely over the edge. Rest in peace, Caroline Flack. Or this is effing horrendous. And then someone posted a comment where 
Jamila actually had canceled Caroline Flack previously yeah. over her plastic yeah. surgery show. So like this, like Jamila was part of the like not for her um, this specific incident, but Jamila was part of the like canceling Caroline Flack culture for sure. And then she says another tweet: "We particularly love to hunt a woman." Blah blah blah. Like okay, and now you're turning it into a like because I'm a woman thing. Like wow, That's, it's uh, just honestly this is like this is the more that. I'm hearing about all the things that she's done. Like, this is just not normal behavior. Like, this may just require, like, a lot of therapy, you know? That's not that's not how normal people should react. These are not normal ways to respond to, like, sad things. Or, like, even, like, bad press. Like, that's... Is she okay? I don't think she's okay. I don't know. I don't I, think it's like... Okay. We have... I feel okay. So the reason why I feel like we we wanted to talk about it is because there's so few South Asian like people in the spotlight as it is, and like I feel like we should generally like hold everyone to high standards. And like some of the stuff that she is doing was like it's like you said it's like on brand with like what Brian Williams does or did or like yeah. what any person who's exaggerating a story just to like make it seem cooler or like a better story to tell or whatever yeah. would do right, but. Just, like, the sum of all of these little things together, like, paint a very, very troubling picture of, like, what her life is right now. And I hope she's okay. I'm, like, concerned. Yeah. I'm, like, concerned. She has, like, some very unhealthy coping mechanisms. And the tweets that she's putting out, I, I think, could be hurtful to a lot of people. Um, and they're yep. de- not doing her any benefit either. And the, like, seven hours she spent messaging that journalist yeah. to, like, clear her name. It sounds like she's, like, kind of obsessed with being positively perceived. Yeah, yeah. At, like, any cost. And she's been, like, maybe twisting stories to make herself. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, social media is toxic and unhealthy. But, like, don't opt out then, you know? Yeah, like exactly. I think and you should think just a, take a break. Yeah. A lot of celebrities do that. And they're fine. Yeah. They still get gigs. Like, she has a job lined up, so... It's worth it for your mental It's health. fine. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, that took a sad that's, turn. <laughs> so that's basically what's going on with Jamila. Right? I feel like Thanks. We yeah, everything. I think that's like pretty much it. Thanks, Mandy, for the tip. That's what yeah, we think seriously. So we went way over time recording that segment. Uh, so we're going to break up this episode into two parts. And you will hear our interview with Trisha um, later this week. So look forward to that and see you guys soon.